0: Magneto with her ninja skills, and Emma Frost killed my sexual fantasies with that Magneto Magnetoclops helmet. Same. Although the X-Men have been pushed into a small corner of the Marvel Universe, I'm not going to be able to use that intro for much longer, because there's plenty of new titles just around the corner.
1: Fucking finally.
0: Welcome to episode 9 of the Mutant Musings Podcast. It's April 2017, so we will be discussing some comics and news from March 2017. I'm your host, Jonathan, and with me, as always, is the Power Pack's very own Patty Power. Hey. <clears throat> uh, okay, so uh, so we had the conclusion to IVX earlier in March, and uh, then a bunch of tie-ins trying to tie things up neatly throughout the books, so then we could get to X Men Prime. Yeah, and because
1: guess what? They're relaunching everything. They're Almost re- everything is starting over again, so this is going to be, like, the fifth volume of everything.
0: Yeah. Well, the companies, like the big two, like doing this because they found that it actually... Uh, they do get more sales this way, like the past like with the new 52 and whatever the fuck DC is calling this stupid new thing where they're trying to tie Watchmen into the DC universe. Their new number ones are selling better. So, I don't know.
1: Well, it kind of makes sense, but it kind of pisses off people like me because Jonathan and I were just talking about this the other day and uh, when Jonathan was saying something about Really liking Remender's run on X Force, and I was like, "Which volume was that?" <laughs> and I was like, "I remember Volume One and Two, but after that, it kind of gets fuzzy because there's like four volumes."
0: Well, yeah, wasn't? Didn't they consider Volume Two that little mini series that they did?
1: I don't know. Who cares?
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, so what we got at the beginning of March was IVX Number Six. Finally. Yeah, finally. You know, I thought that up until this point, Inhumans versus X-Men was pretty good for the most part. Uh, it was interesting to see the two teams go after each other. Um, and I was really worried about what was going to happen in this book, but I'm sure we'll get to that as we go along. So it opens with Magneto about to hurl the Blackbird at the Inhumans
1: which was beautiful which
0: would have been fucking awesome but crystal rose some ice out of the ground and hit him and knock him out and what i thought was really cool was just how emma looked so excited for this battle like she didn't look angry you know like her her like eyelids weren't like closing like with the sinister face well you
1: know she's got a resting bitch face
0: but no but she looked so happy like because- it because it made she's me happy. A
1: fucking psychopath. Yeah,
0: but it made me happy looking at how happy she was. Like this was like so beautiful to her and so perfectly orchestrated, which uh, you know we kind of knew, but we didn't know how deep it went. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it went it went deep.
1: It went all the way deep, balls slow, deep,
0: slow deep and hard. Typo negative reference. So she told the cuckoos to take out to take the non royals' minds, and that she's gonna take the torch, uh, human torch, and turn him on the royals.
1: What? What other torch would you have been speaking of?
0: I don't know. Was like, this
1: like old timeies where everybody enough. had torches?
0: The flashlight, you know. The British, they they say torch and it and means lift flashlight
1: instead of elevator. Exactly, which we could not possibly comprehend. I
0: didn't want to confuse the British, uh, the British. I was gonna say the British viewers. Yeah, I didn't want to confuse the British listeners because they might think that <laughs> Emma was gonna take control of the flashlight or the flashlight. Good point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So as she's saying that she's going to take the uh, Human Torch and turn him on the Royals, Rogue is like, no, but we're just here to save Forge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who the fuck cares about Forge, honestly? Rogue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this this is what happens when you join Uncanny Avengers for like a, a year or however long that's been going on. Forge becomes important all of a sudden. It's like, no, we're not here to kill Ian humans. We're not here to save our species. We just want to save Forge. So then Black Bolt rushes at Emma, and she turns into Diamond and, like, runs him through with her hands. Reader yells for Medusa to run because they're losing, and more mutants keep showing up, but she refuses to give up, and I'm just like, just cut your losses already, and just let the X-Men win. Cause and cut your hair, too, you yeah, hippie bitch. cut your hair, you hippie bitch. But then, I thought, like, this was really cool. Not that I was happy about it, but... These Analux Death Zeppelins show up and start blasting at the X-Men. First of all, anal- Analux is just a really cool word. Yeah, children, this isn't your parents' uh, Zeppelins.
1: <laughs> these are the Death Zeppelins. These
0: are. That's what I, I looked at them. I'm like, oh, my God, these are Death Zeppelins. Because when I think of Zeppelins, Led I, think, Zeppelin. I think of Impending Doom. Oh, no, not, I think
1: of Led Zeppelin. That's why I made the joke. I'm not, not, not a fan. Death Zeppelins are a death metal cover band of Led Zeppelin.
0: That's actually a really cool idea, but I'm sorry, I really don't like Led Zeppelin. Me neither. What's his name? Uh, Jimmy Page, right? That's him, the guitarist. That's he, a person. Because name. because the Mindless Self Indulgence has that song. I hate Jimmy Page.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You should know that song. I did,
1: I don't know that song.
0: All right. Well, you gotta go. I listen only to that have song. one
1: of their albums. All right. Well. Okay.
0: All right. So, finally. Uh, Medusa finds out why this whole fucking IVX thing is happening because her kid starts telling her about the cloud and that the X-Men had no time to negotiate or talk. They would need to destroy the cloud because it's fucking killing mutants. And Medusa is just like, oh, well, they should have just told us that to begin with.
1: Well, they, they kind of should have.
0: No. no, but that doesn't make for good storytelling because then this wouldn't have been, you know, a miniseries. It would have been a one shot and they all just would have sat around and talked their problems out and sipped tea and... Who has
1: time for feelings? And had
0: crumpets or whatever and, you know... Are you,
1: are you again appealing to our British listeners? I'm
0: trying to, I'm trying to, I'm so sorry for the confusion earlier. Yeah, uh,
1: you know, I got to go home to my flat later, going <laughs> to take... Going to take the lift all the way to the seventh
0: All floor. the way to the loo? All is that the a way thing? to the loo. Is that a, is that a British thing? I'll skip to my loo. <laughs> all right.
1: We, we have fun.
0: I don't know what's happening. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, Moon Girl hands Medusa this tiny little baby Terrigen eater. That she made out of sand. Yes. <laughs> um, it looks like... A, so she pushes the button on it. There's a big red button, I think, that she pushes the button. And so it looks like Enelux destroys the cloud. And so, yay, everything everything is happy. But, but Emma whispers, you know... She's talking to herself, and she whispers, I'll see you soon, like she expected to die. And I really thought she was going to get killed. I'm like, when this bitch starts lying to everyone, she's going to die. Uh, and I, I was really scared for this, because I thought this is where it was going to happen. But... She, she yells for everyone to end the Inhumans until, you know, young Scott steps forward and tells everyone the truth about what happened to Cyclops. Nobody really has any time to react. Emma knows that she's basically fucked at this point. So she hits this switch and these fucking enormous sentinels just fall down from the sky. They climb out of the hole in the ground that they made. And she's like, yeah, slightly reprogrammed to target Inhumans. And I was like, Oh, my fucking God. That made
1: me so happy, honestly. Oh,
0: my God. I honestly, I could not believe this. I, 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 I couldn't. I just, This kind of
1: gave me a hard-on for Emma, to was, be honest.
0: It was, well, welcome to the fucking club, <sighs> finally. finally. Something had to do with it. It might as well have been this. But I, I could not believe that she went this fucking far that she has snapped and just gone so far off the deep end that she was like, yeah, let me grab some sentinels, tweak them a little bit, and let's eradicate the Inhumans.
1: So this is also to point out, after Medusa was told what this big red button did, and she was like, I don't care if it's between us continuing to, like, make new Inhumans or them continuing to live, it is not a decision. And presses the button and also after Scott explains everything. So there really is no threat to the mutants currently because Medusa herself was like, no, I'm going to press this button and save the mutants. And Emma's still going after them. She well, got what she wanted, but we found out that's not really what she wanted. She wanted a final solution. She wanted genocide.
0: So I, I feel like she blames them, even if they, you know, they obviously didn't do all this knowingly, but she's got to blame them for Scott's death. And obviously Scott and Emma were broken up at the time. They've been broken up since after uh, AVX, you know, when Scott was all phoenixy and stole Emma's phoenixy. So, yeah, I mean, she still followed Scott around and clearly still cared about him and probably loved him. And I think that was it. Like, she just fucking snapped when he died on Muir Island. This was the payback. It was like, fuck you guys for existing. Which, of course, makes Emma a complete hypocrite. But we don't care about that because we love Emma Frost.
1: Um, (laughs) Speak for yourself. All
0: right, so... The first thing that happens is the Sentinels destroy the Analux, and Emma's like, this is wonderful, why didn't I start with this? And I'm not reading Inhumans, I, I had no idea what Analux were, I honestly just thought that the Analux were actually just the giant Death Zeppelins, but um, the Analux are actually a tribe, so there were a lot of people on those Zeppelins. So, uh, even though the those Sentinels didn't really kill like any Inhumans that were hanging out on the grounds... They did kill a whole shitload of people. Um, So Old Man Logan starts covering a couple of the Inhumans. Storm is ready to attack. And then Magneto takes out Cerebra. And he says, Emma was right. And I'm like, this is is not going to be a good idea. Emma has him under mind control. And then Medusa and Black Bolt fly up to Emma. And I forget who it was. But somebody saw the two of them, like, taking off, and they were, like, so beautiful. And I'm like, you fucking, <laughs> fucking stop. Aren't they, like, cousins or something? Aren't they related Wait, somehow? Who? At Black, uh, Black Bolt and Medusa?
1: No, they were married. I, I
0: thought that they were, like, related somehow, though.
1: I, not that I know of. They were married.
0: I know, I know Fenris has, you know, a creepy relationship, but I thought they did, too. I don't know. I thought they were, like, fucking cousins or something. You know no, what I, I mean? No, don't, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I, I'd like to pretend that they are. because. will look it up. Because stop trying to push your fucking liberal agenda on all of us. We're not all going to be fucking cousins. So, anyway, <clears throat> the torch flies through one of the sentinels. Magneto breaks free of his mind control, but he's, like, really pissed. And then all of a sudden, Havoc shows up and blasts him, stops him from his revenge. So, it looks like Medusa is a... About to kill emma like a piece of her a piece of her diamond form like breaks off and drops and then havoc blasts medusa grabs oh, emma yeah. um he says you know she's like thanking him or whatever he's like i'm not doing this for you i'm doing this for scott and then they teleport away and then you know they show the x-men kind of regrouping i really care about that and even after like those few pages there were a few pages with medusa and black bolt i don't care about that I just, so I just checked this up, and they're second cousins. They're second cousins. Yeah. See, I told you. I told you. I, uh,
1: well, listen. I, I was reading
0: care. this shit before you were born. Don't you question me. Okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. But yeah, no. Wait, I,
1: were the Inhumans around before I was born?
0: The Inhumans? Do you know humans first appeared in uh, Fantastic Four? I think in 1966.
1: Okay, so they were around before I was born.
0: Yeah. Okay. Before I was born, too. Okay. But, yeah. uh... <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So, you know, Emma is shown, but who knows where. She's, like, sitting in front of the fireplace. Uh, and then she puts on um, she puts on that helmet that looks like a combination of Magneto oh and Cyclops. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. She's just completely snapped without That's Scott. That's where
1: I loved her. And I know a lot of people on the internet disagree with me about yeah, this. Yeah, same. And, like, I can understand why, you know, she's... I feel like I brought this up before... You know, she's, like, a strong character. I don't know. Like, I feel like I am, too. But that doesn't mean that, you know, she's without weakness or that, like, loving someone makes her weaker or whatever necessarily. I just... I don't know. I mean, I see this could happen to a lot of women who are deeply in love with somebody and then, you know, just go out for blood and just snap. You know, that could happen to anybody. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's not just women, it's it's Yeah, guys it's not just too. women. And I feel like, you know, that this has been touched on in the in the books too. You know, you see how uh Colossus is like, you know, nuts over nuts over Shadow Cat. Yeah. And um, you know, I remember when she was like permanently intangible for yeah. a while and held in like containment or whatever and, you know, uh, his reaction to all that and just wanted her fixed. And, you know, like, I, I understand it. I understand, like, you know, that that might be like a, a true response to, to love. And I, I have seen, too, uh, the reaction towards this, like people not liking it so much. And, you know, my I, I like it. I'm, I'm just I, I do have mixed feelings about it, um, not because of Emma's reaction, But because of what's going to happen with her now going forward, you know, I mean, when I started reading comics, she was a villain. Then, you know, within a couple of years, she was running Generation X with Banshee. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Because I've always liked, you know, how heroes become villains and villains become heroes. I always think that's really cool. So for a very long time now, I've pictured Emma Frost, even though she's a real harsh, huge bitch at times, she's still a hero. And now, like, everyone hates her, and she's not that hero anymore, or at least I can not to the X-Men. So I don't know. Uh, one thing I do want to say is I loved Lenny Yu's art. Uh, I've always been kind of iffy about him. He seems to pronounce chins, kind of like Jay Lee in a, a little bit of a way. But I really liked it on this book. I thought it was really, really fucking well done. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, So yeah, so there you go. That's the end of IVX, and then we had a few tie-ins throughout the month. Before, just a couple of days ago, as of this recording, we got uh, X Men Prime, and each one of these books seemed to like tie up some something big, because obviously they're ending. So we had Uncanny X Men number nineteen, and you know you you could just know by the cover and by the solicit that Psylocke and Magneto are gonna fight. Uh, you were saying something about this before we were recording, though.
1: Um. Okay. So I thought that this book was really short. This all started. This drama between Salak and Magneto started in this volume of Uncanny, where you know Magneto was doing all of the shady stuff. See previous episodes for specifics. Um. You know he was working with the Hellfire Club. You know he was recruiting all of these like duels to forward the cause and Silek was like you know you're not telling us what's going on etc so now that the war is over you know it's like uh, World War II you know USSR was on our side and then after the World War II we were were like okay now
0: that that's over let's have the war with our friends so that's kind of an interesting analogy considering what Stalin was doing to his people
1: (laughs) well listen Stalin did nothing wrong (laughs)
0: I got, oh, why? <laughs> oh, my God. Right, he did nothing wrong. He did everything. Okay, all right. Whatever. All right. We're not
1: getting into that. All right. I'm not a tanky It's let's, okay. Let's, ke- okay. Let's just edit that out.
0: Stay out of politics. Let's please try to stay out of politics.
1: So Magneto was trying to be sneaky, but uh, Psylocke knew something was going on, even though she couldn't read his mind because he has the helmet. So she was ready to kill him. She was, like, out for blood. And this was taking place in the Savage Land. Yeah. So she fucking mind controls a dinosaur to try to attack Magneto. It was Jurassic Park. All over again. <clears throat> it which was Jurassic was Park? Jurassic. And Magneto's Jurassic old. Jurassic Mag-
0: So geriatric park. There we go. How do you there, like that? I was trying to think of something. How do you like them apples? I love them apples. Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> I just made like two or three references within like ten seconds. Nobody is going to get that, except for maybe our smart friends in Britain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I thought, I thought that was kind of silly, but it, it is what it is. I mean, she uh, to be honest, like, she's kind of outmatched here. Like, obviously, S- Psylocke is a better, I'm sure, a better hand-to-hand combatant. Not to say that Magneto probably doesn't have any skills on that front, but she's a fucking ninja. Um, but as far as power sets go, uh, he's more powerful. He is. And especially if he's got the fucking helmet on, like, you're you're kind of limited. Uh, I know she managed to, like, save herself with a little telekinetic bubble when he was, like, throwing shit at her. But um, I was not expecting uh, what happened to actually happen. And it wasn't really too shocking considering what happened immediately after. So she fucking, she's just stabbed him. Like, stabbed him through. And, like, you, you're, you're going to die. You're going to bleed out. You're going to suffer. But then she, you know, lifts the helmet off and puts him to sleep.
1: But this is this is the thing that happened. She came into the fight with Okay, so Oh yeah, yeah. her her fucking superpower is that she can channel her psychic energy into a psyblade. But instead of using the psyblade, she comes in with a fucking blade made of metal. Yeah. Like, hello, just do you do you know who this guy is His name is literally magneto
0: but you're, you're trying to kill him you're just going to bank on the fact that he he may not try and kill you I, I don't know so she she did get lucky there because he he could have actually fucking killed her. I don't know if anyone well somebody it was maybe other psychics would have figured it out unless he went into hiding too. I, I don't know I mean that's all just speculation and there's it doesn't matter because you know magneto was laying there dying. All of a sudden, Exodus and you know Betsy leaves, and then Exodus and Elixir show up, and uh, Elixir heals him and brings him back, and he's immediately like, "Everybody's got to think I'm dead."
1: Yeah, Yeah, and then they were, and then Exodus and uh, or just maybe Elixir was just like, "Um, so that pays my debt off to you. So I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Don't call. Don't write. (laughs) You know, like we're broken up now."
0: Yeah, don't try to don't try to call me over for uh you know. Late night, sexy time. So yeah, so then that was it. And Magneto was just like, no, nah, everyone should think I'm dead. And I was yeah, like, so
1: what? I guess he's not going to be on a book for a while. No,
0: he's is... he's going to. That That's the thing. So I'm thinking like, what? Is he going to be an adversary of the X-Men again? I'm happy he's not dead. Uh, there was no way they were going to kill him off there. Like, that's not how he's going to go out. But they're teasing that the X-Men blue team is going to be under Magneto's leadership. Secretly, though. Uh, and that's the, the X-Men Blue team is the kids, the five original X-Men that are young. Um, and he's going to be sort of leading them in secret. Uh, I don't know how that is going to work.
1: That's really interesting, and I feel like I didn't know that, or if I did, I forgot. But uh, he did lead the New Mutants before he was, yeah. like, officially a good guy. That's he true. was, uh, like, an anti-hero. That also ties an interesting point to if you read the early issues of x-men like before giant size x-men there were a few times that professor x pretended that he was dead to the whole team and then the other time he did it he pretended he was dead but gene knew to see basically if they could fend without him so i don't know uh, you know he's uh, professor x is kind of a fucked up guy sometime and i like magneto better anyway
0: So, I don't know, that'll be interesting to see in X-Men Blue. Moving on to Extraordinary X-Men number 20. Nothing too huge happened here, except uh, Cerebra's okay. So, I'm happy about that. Cerebra in a Sentinel was kind of funny and interesting. Yeah. Doesn't look like she's going to have that huge Sentinel body anymore. She had uh, that little fucking rover thing that Martha was using. But what I thought was very funny here was how when they were going to try to find the source of this distress signal that Cerebra had sent out, because the X-Men didn't know what it was at first, Forge wanted to go, and uh, Old Man Logan was like, fine, you can come along. And then they get there, and Old Man Logan's like, Forge, you stay with the jet. And (laughs) Forge is like, you said I could come along. Why do I have to just stand around? And Old Man Logan goes, because you're good at it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, Marvel, stop trying to make Forge happen. Like, I've been saying that
1: for years.
0: <laughs> like, I, I don't know. There were a couple of funny little things that happened in this issue. Like, um, you know, Glob's crush on Jean and she gives him the thumbs up when he saves her from one of these wild sentinels. And anal is he yells his battle cry, it's Globberin' time! And I laughed out loud when I read that. Oh my I God, I rolled was, my eyes. I thought that was so goddamn funny. But this issue really wasn't, to uh it didn't really contain anything too big or too great. So, I was kind of like It wasn't just, extraordinary? It was not extraordinary. It was unextraordinary X-Men. Was it all new? <laughs> it was the week that it came, oh, never mind. I see what you're trying to do. Speaking of all new, All New X-Men number 19. Ooh. Um Yeah, again for the purposes of time Uh, A bunch of things happened, but really the big thing in this book, which was very interesting, and, you know, I saw some complaints about it, but really, if you don't like how it went, like, the people that I was seeing complain about this were not offering alternatives. They were just, like, stupid. dumb. I didn't like it. Like, all right, man, well, give a good reason, or you'd come up with a better solution to it. Beast, young Beast, managed to take himself and the other four young x-men back to their time through his beastly magic that he has so we're
1: not going to be seeing them anymore right
0: right oh no i'm sorry that's wrong oh right okay so the whole point of this book the whole point of this book is you know they see uh they see uh eunice the untouchable i always thought that was a funny name by the way um, ever since I was a little kid. Eunice, I'm like, that's just so much like anus. Like, maybe that's a really the obvious... The untouchable anus. The untouchable anus. That's wow. gonna be
1: my nickname. My code name. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, uh, yeah, so young Scott saw Eunice fighting and somebody was like, oh yeah, this is the second time that we were fighting him. Yeah. And Scott was like, oh, you know, I've run through this simulation and I know how to beat him this time. And he, like, starts running in and Gene's like, you have to tell him. And... They stop him before he can, like, run out of this alleyway. And they saw the original five X-Men fighting him yeah. in their original 1960s costumes. Yeah. So, okay, this is where the confusion, I guess, came in. And the kids were confused themselves. They were like, so this is where we were supposed to come from. And, you know, we grew up here. We, we saw our Yoo-Hoo. In her fridge, so it must be our place.
0: Yo, by the way, I'm sorry, I Googled that because I was like, all right, so I know this isn't actually supposed to be 1963, but let's say 1963, I Googled Yoohoo to see if that shit was even around back then, and Yoohoo was created in the 20s, so it absolutely would have been plausible for one of them to reach in the fridge and pull out a Yoohoo in 1963. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a fact checker.
1: So, yeah, now the kids are confused. They're like, this is where we're from. If it looks like we never left, what happened? Are we just, like, clones? Are we, like, anomalies? Like, what happens? Like, do we belong anywhere? Where do we belong? You know, it's kind of like the old man Logan thing. But, you know, when he goes to his future, he's not there. That's confusing. This is all really confusing. So this is just kind of... This is just kind of a way because I guess the editors were like, "Yeah, we like the young X Men. We're gonna keep them here."
0: Yeah, but it 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 is interesting and a little scary too to think about that. Like the universe writes itself. Like that's so they okay. can't go back. So that's kind of like a cop out, you know. But still, think about that. Just like think about if you were one of them. They've they've been displaced from their home. They want to go back. <clears throat> they actually get back, and they see that they've already been replaced by themselves because the universe writes itself. I don't know how that works, but it's a really scary prospect. And I'm trying to put myself in their shoes as if they were actually real. But <laughs> I don't know, we talk about this and treat this like it were real. So whatever.
1: There are um, babies.
0: Yeah, but. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of scary. It's, it's, it is, it's kind of a scary thought, but my, my real beef with this book though was not with that. I, I was fine with that. What, what bothered me was that I, I would assume that Hank had already kind of made peace with it. And the only one who gave like a real big reaction was Scott. Cause you know, he's the emo, he's the emo of kid. Of course. And you know, Gene went and tried to console him and that's fine. But I just wish I had gotten more from Bobby and Warren. They seemed a little angry. They didn't really seem to like any of this. But, you know, they were just ready to fucking dance party it up at the end of the issue, which which, which is cute.
1: Okay, and I'm really happy that they did that instead of playing baseball because they always play baseball. But the thing was that when Beast didn't even ask any of them if they wanted to go back, he brought them into his lab. And then just sent them back. And they were like, what the fuck? He's like and- a child
0: predator. He was- <laughs> he's an ex-predator. He's Predator X. Oh. <laughs> you like that? No. You like that? No. Oh, yeah, you do. No. Yeah, you do. So- <laughs> Britain likes that. <laughs> uh,
1: so, um, you know, Beast sends them back in time. And they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, we agreed to this. And they were like, no, we didn't. And he's like, well, you did originally when we were brought here by me in the future but you know the thing was that angel and iceman didn't want to go back yeah because i mean iceman has romeo and you know a more tolerant time period and angel has x-23 so and fiery wings and fiery wings. So why would he want to go back to being useless? He can light a grill on fire right now. Yes. With his wings. That was amazing.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting too. That was, that's a good point because Iceman did say, you know, take me back home, meaning take me back to the present day, not where we're originally from. So he actually considers like the present day, his home now. And I thought that that was really interesting. All right. Now, finally <clears throat> X-Men prime number one. Yeah. And I had such high hopes for this. And I thought it was okay. So, yeah, the, it opens up with, you know, Storm talking to Kitty. And uh, she's like, you know, we think Storm is leaving. And I thought to myself, like, oh, well, she's going to be in that Black Panther book now. And then I was like, oh, but wait, Storm's on the cover of X-Men Gold. So, no, she's not fucking leaving. The, I know you really liked the Weapon X section I of did. This book.
1: I loved it. I
0: thought it was okay, but I, I think it's kind of silly right now. It, it It didn't leave me with... Questions of like, oh my god, I can't wait for more. It left me with questions like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I, Lady Death Strike is cool. Her opening, everything, you know, what she did, it was all cool. Killing the guy, you know, saving that girl, swimming through the water, stabbing that bitch, you know, getting hit with the missile. Wow, you're
1: being so specific right now.
0: But, you know, then it cuts to the shadowy figure in Washington. You know, and they're telling, the, the lady told Deathstrike that she's going to get to kill these mutants. You get the shadowy figure in Washington, like, showing, like, the holograms of, you know, Old Man Logan, Warpath, Domino, uh, Sabretooth, and, but, but they're all mutants, and, like, what is, what is this about? Like, the government's going to try to use the like, this is really a team of people you want to try to use? I, I don't know. They did. I, I know, but, like, look what happened. Do we want to do that again?
1: Well, I don't know. You know, some people don't learn, uh, you know, with the original Weapon X program, you know, they reprogrammed Wolverine's mind so that he didn't really know what was going on and he just listened to what he was told. And I don't know if that's exactly what we're getting because... Oh, I hope not. Or if they're going to try doing a Suicide Squad type of thing. Oh. But, like, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine, like, Lady, Okay, I love Lady Deathstrike, but I couldn't imagine her being, like, a good character. I could... I mean, she has worked for a common goal before, but then she goes back to being fucking crazy and bitchy and evil.
0: Antihero. Make her an antihero. <sighs> I love Whatever. antiheroes. Whatever. I wish I were an antihero. That's what I want to be when I grow up.
1: He's a Boy Scout.
0: Stop it. Okay, so... Uh storm asks shadow cats to come back to the team and then she's just like you know walking around the fucking fucking x haven and i was really happy to see nesno surge and sprite it's been it's been a while since you know they I got love any focus Sprite. yeah and she hasn't even gotten too much of a spotlight at least surge and nesno did for you know a little bit some years ago but and then you get the the five uh young x-men training in the danger room and then you know angel was acting like a Angel was acting like a creep, sort of. Which yeah, is...
1: he was, like, hitting on Gene, but, like, he's with Laura, so...
0: Yeah, I was like, what is he gonna do? Is he gonna try to play them both at the same time?
1: He... Because, like, Gene was falling or something, and Angel eh. caught her, and... I don't know. It was weird. So, yeah, they were doing this danger room simulation, and Kitty was... Walked in and saw this happening and was trying to talk to them, and they weren't responding, and then after a while... The simulation um, beast was like, "Uh, so if you've noticed, this is uh not in real time. This is a recording, and uh, we're not going to be part of you anymore.
0: Bye." That Hi. was Jean that said that. Was it? Yeah, it was Jean. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, it seemed th- what they were alluding to was that this whole thing was Jean's idea to pre-record this message to get out of there to go, you know, strike out on their own, which is fine. You know, Jean is seeming like she's going to be the focus of. The X-Men Blue uh, title. Yeah, she's going to be the leader. She's going to be the leader. She's going to get her own title, so they're trying to give a lot more focus to Jean Grey, which yes, I'm fine with. I am so
1: very fine with it because she's my favorite character ever.
0: You know, that's it's kind of sad that they're leaving. Obviously, we're still going to see them because they're getting their own title, but um, here was a question. This is something that I thought of. was um, What's going to happen with Warren and Laura? Like, Are they even going to see each other anymore? What's going to happen with them?
1: Oh, no. I think that they're going to see each other. I think that... You know, the young axemen just needed to kind of like put some space and like create some boundaries between the other X teams and kind of just, you know, try making a name for themselves. I don't think they're like going into hiding exactly because I assume young Cyclops is still going to be on the champions.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. God, I hope so. So, otherwise, um, there's no reason for me to fucking read that book.
1: I'm sure that it was just kind of, you know, when like kids want to leave the house and like go to a party or something and you know when they're going to ask their parents their parents are going to say no they're going to get a whole lecture
0: right so they sneak out so so they they can
1: they sneak out and then they'll deal with the repercussions later because it's easier they
0: they can go fucking smoke heroin and have unprotected underage sex
1: yeah exactly which
0: is why the parents don't want them to leave
1: yeah so don't smoke
0: heroin (laughs) 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 i don't think you're supposed to do that anyway but don't try it Especially you people in Britain, I'm, I'm concerned for you guys. I want you to be okay. Don't use the torch. Don't torch the heroin. Don't, to- I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm sorry, you were saying something. Was I? Uh, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. All right, so how many villains could you spot on that page when the danger room went out of control? So I saw, all right, If you've got if you've got a scorecard, keep along at home. I saw Blob. I saw The Brood. There are a few of them. Uh, possibly post, I saw Sauron, Apocalypse, Ruckus, Gorgeous George, Holocaust, Omega Red, Ahab, Spiral, Magneto, Toad, Abyss, and Slab. Right? Was that all of them? You guys let me know. If you saw somebody in there that I'm missing, but also be honest and let me know if I saw somebody that you didn't catch, but you know who wasn't there? Pyro. I saw like... Because he's dead. Stop it.
1: Stop. But that doesn't... That doesn't... That doesn't matter. Da, 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 da,
0: da. Are all these guys alive? I think so. Aww. No. Oh, no. Post I'm... is dead. Pyro killed Post. But I'm not even 100% sure that was Post. you like, fuck it. Never mind.
1: I think Omega Red might be dead unless he oh. got resurrected since the last time. Oh, he since, might have. Yeah. I don't Wolverine remember. killed him. But I don't know if he's back.
0: All right. Well, anyway, this book ends up with Shadowcat doing this big, long monologue, blah, 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 and they decide to relocate to Central fucking Park. Let's plant this big mansion in Central Park. This is how we're going to be heroes and get humans to love us by setting up this big giant mansion in the middle of a fucking park.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too because I don't know if you guys have been to Central Park. It's beautiful. It's nice. And it's like a slab of nature in the middle of this disgusting city with all these buildings and sidewalks and yeah. concrete and people and people Bleh. peeing on things. It's just, it's and so peeing on you. Yeah. It's God. just, it's really gorgeous. And
0: they're just putting a mansion there. Just people don't even think about where they pee. Do you know that this mansion is going to get pissed on by much more than just the wildlife in the area, there's going to be people peeing on it.
1: Listen, every time I go to Port Authority, there's always this guy. It's it's not the same guy. There's just, at any given point, some guy in a overcoat, no matter what the temperature is. He's wearing an overcoat, and he's wearing a beanie. And he's always got his dick out and he's peeing on
0: Port Authority every single time I go there. All right, well, listen, listen, you got to feel bad for people like that. Something is clearly wrong with, with, you know, something is clearly wrong with these people. It is kind of sad, but at the same time, yeah, it's very gross. It's, it, it is very gross. Yeah, anyway central park
1: because uh and the the idea of this was that uh you know we're we're gonna be out in the open and you know when we were in westchester we were hidden and even when we were in california we were kind of hidden and then we had the fucking meteor and then we had the fucking limbo and we need people to see us so let's let's camp out in central park
0: because there's not enough heroes in new york city as it is
1: yeah exactly
0: all right so anyway um that pretty much does it for the books this uh this past month, I don't know, are you all going to miss Emma Frost as a hero as much as I will? Were her actions excusable, or were they Shut too up. extreme? Shut up. Anyone have high expectations for resurrection and the direction the X-Men are going? <laughs> I, I want a divorce. <laughs> Think about that while we take a commercial break. Hi, I'm Jonathan, and I'm a geek. Hi, Jonathan. I've been geeking for as long as I can remember and it's gotten so out of control. I've lost friends, jobs, and even my driver's license due to out of control geekery. I just have too many nerdy interests and I wish there was a website that could help me get a hold of them.
1: Well now there is. Geekade.com is a website that has content for all types of geek needs. Video games, comics, wrestling, TV, cosplay, music, and so much more.
0: Really? But what if I don't have time to sit and read a ton of articles?
1: Don't worry your nerdy little pants. Geekade offers podcasts and videos in addition to articles. But I, I need help
0: with my geekery like every day.
1: That's perfect because Geekade now offers a 12-step
0: program <laughs> with new content every day. That's amazing. It sounds like I can be a geek every day, one day at a time, with the help of geekade.com.
1: Hey, Jonathan, you know I love you, and I think I'm ready to take the next step in our relationship. Oh, Patty. Really? Yes, this is going to be a big step for us, but I couldn't imagine taking it with anyone else. I'd like you to take my hand in joining the one million to save the Wolverine and the X-Men.
0: Oh, Patty, this is so sudden, so unexpected. Shh, it's gonna
1: be okay. Let's celebrate mutant bliss together by getting on Facebook and checking out all the awesome stuff that 1 million to save Wolverine and the X-Men has to offer.
0: You mean like X-Men merchandise, news and artwork?
1: Yes, and we can spend our honeymoon trying to answer the difficult trivia that's posted every single day. Patty, this sounds like a disco dazzling dream come true. It is, so let's head over to Facebook and check out 1 million to save Wolverine and
0: the X-Men and start
1: the rest of our lives together today.
0: Alright, so uh, there's been a lot in the news over the past month. Also, some Legion that we're going to talk about a little bit. But first, I'm going to get through the comic news. So this was interesting that I saw a couple of weeks ago uh, in this book that's coming out. Uh, Marvel's next big crossover is going to be Secret Empire that has a lot to do with Captain America right now. I don't know if anybody's reading it, but I like it. Uh, I know this is going to be another just big crossover for... They they do this every year with something. But I'm interested. Uh, But there's going to be a one-shot tie-in to Secret Empire called Secret Empire United. Uh, Jim Zub is going to be writing it. And uh, Ario Anindito? I don't know. That name, I don't know. I I apologize for butchering that. But uh, So this is via IGN, I think. So the former white queen will lead her personal X-Men team against Steve Rogers' racist regime. The group will essentially lead an upswing in Tian, a mutant-controlled area of the United States, causing Rogers to become personally involved. So I thought that this was really interesting because we're going to see Emma Frost. Again, thank fucking God. It's going to be soon. Well, this is coming out June 14th.
1: That's the day after my birthday. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. So happy birthday to you. Thank you. Well, um, Yeah, so we're going to see her again. But she's got her own team of X-Men. And I'm like, how about a new... They haven't announced an Uncanny series yet. How about a new Uncanny series featuring Emma Frost and her team? And who the fuck she, is going to be on her that's team?
1: That's what I was going to say. Because it's not like... And I feel like she brought that up recently, or we brought that up, that she doesn't really have any friends. She kind of has, like, followers or admirers uh, or teammates. and cuckoos. Even the cuckoos don't really like her. <laughs> I mean, one of them dyed her hair red. Do you remember how pissed off Emma was about that?
0: <laughs> it's hilarious, though. I, I love that. I, I love Emma, but that was hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, like, kind of, where did... Where did Ex- Exodus and Elixir come from and go? Cotton Where Eye Joe? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, all right. Well, I was going there too. Oh, man. Everybody. Everybody. That was so funny, wasn't it?
1: Guys uh, were hilarious.
0: Yeah. We think so. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe Exodus and Elixir will be hanging out with her. I, I don't know. But I, I'm really fucking curious to find out. Uh, We haven't seen... um. Hi Jack, I don't feel like we've seen Hi- Hijack in a little while. You remember him? No. You don't remember Hijack? Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Eva uh, Tempest. We haven't seen her in a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I-, I don't know. I don't know. We- we'll see, but I'm-, I'm really excited to see how that goes down. And also, just really hoping that it leads to an uncanny series featuring her. Which brings us to the next point. The actual announced X-Men books that are coming out. Over this past month, they teased... And then Revealed, <laughs> Astonishing... I'll tease you. And then Reveal. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the Astonishing X-Men book with Charles Soule writing, which I'm kind of like, nah about. Um, because he kills everybody. Because he does kill everybody. And they just announced this recently, that it's going to be rotating artists, Ugh. illustrated by a new one each issue. Mm. Unfortunately... Greg Land is going to be one of those rotating artists. But Phil Noto, he's going to
1: be in there. You like him. I do. Phil Noto is one of my favorite artists ever. He's pretty good. I love him.
0: I'm all right with him. So, I don't know. Axel, what did Axel Alonso have to say? Uh, the threat facing our heroes touches on all corners of the X-Men mythology. So each issue, illustrated by a superstar artist, will dig superstar. deep. will dig deep into one of your favorite pieces of X-Men lore with some eye-popping surprises along the way. I don't know. I, I I thought that the uh I thought that the team lineup was was interesting. You know, a couple of them were obvious like Archangel. Whenever they put like a shadow a shadow of him in anything, you know it's him. Oh yeah. But like Bishop is in it. Oh, I hate Bishop. I hate Bishop too, but mainly because of what happened during Messiah Complex, Messiah yeah, War, the only all that reason kind of I hate shit. Him. So, I don't know where this is coming from. Oh, Mystique's going to be in there, which as curious as I am about that, I I just I hate Mystique so much. I just want bad things to happen to her. Um, but still it's another new X title so okay so no they initially announced that it was coming in June but uh, I've read since that they have pushed it back to July Ugh. So, but whatever, we've got like tons of new titles coming out in the meantime. Also announced, I'm gonna post a link to this so you can see the creative teams for all of this different stuff. Although we've announced it before, it's been announced online before. All new Wolverine is continuing, which we (sighs) knew anyway. Tom Tom Taylor is staying on as the writer. Leonard Kirk is gonna be the artist. He he's done a bunch of things, but he had a run on X Factor for like 30 issues. Uh, Not all new X-Factor, but the volume right before that. Uh, Old Man Logan is continuing, but with issue 25, the creative team is changing. It's going to be written by Ed Brisson, and Mike Deodato is going to be the artist. I don't know much about Ed Brisson, But he did write this series for Image that I read a few years ago. Uh, I read most of it anyway, called Sheltered, which was really good. That was really interesting. Mike Diodato has been around for quite a while. He was doing New Avengers like a decade or more ago when I was reading it, and I really liked his art. So anyway, some of that was news to me. Uh, I don't think they previously announced that stuff. But again, they haven't discussed any Uncanny title. So I don't know. Hopefully that comes up soon. Uh, And before we move on... In Generation X, Benjamin Deed's official code name: Morph. Yay. So that's the big reveal about that. Uh, okay, so there's going to be something else going on. Uh, I think this is going to be around the time of Secret Empire, maybe a little after. Uh, it's called Generations, where they're reviving uh, some, some dead heroes. And what this means to us X-Men fans. Jean Grey. Is we are getting old Jean Grey back. Don't call her old. Again. L- listen. She's returning again.
1: Listen, I love Jean Grey. I loved young Jean, but again. I want OG Jean. OG Jean. OG. Old,
0: old Jean Grey. O-J-G. No, she's O-J-G. not
1: whatever. And we are also getting our Wolverine uh, back.
0: So there's going to be three Wolverines?
1: Yes. Stop. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. I was actually thinking about that. Is Laura still going to have the mantle of Wolverine? I Is hope she so. going to change her name? Is she going to go by
0: her name, Laura? Well, I don't feel like, uh, you know, Miles, I don't feel like they call him, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man. He's no, just he's, Spider-Man. he's just Spider-Man. So they'll, you know, probably just be like Wolverine, like Wolverine. And same. Hawkeye. With,
1: Hawkeye and Hawkeye? Uh,
0: Captain America and Captain America. So so there you go. Um, Axel Alonso said, You don't take characters off the board with the intention to keep them off the board forever. One of the tropes of our medium is characters get a second wind, they die and come back. That's part of the beauty of what we do. And I appreciate that. But... I feel like certain characters need to stay dead for a while for it to be impactful. Jean, like the actual Jean Grey that we're talking about coming back, has been dead for some time now, right? Yes. Wolverine. Too long. Wolverine has not. Uh, so I don't know how I feel about this, but
1: I love Wolverine uh, and I want him back.
0: I just bleh. all right. Where's Pyro? Bring him. Oh, whatever. They are, but not him. They're not bringing him back. It's going to be some other dude. All right, so moving on to some TV news, talking about that previously untitled X-Men show. They added more people to the cast, and I don't really care about most of it, except that Polaris has been cast.
1: Yay!
0: You know, they've announced uh, they've got this original character they're calling Eclipse, a natural rebel and can absorb and manipulate photons but i don't i don't really care. It's they they've got Polaris. But, you know, is this going to tie directly into like the Legion. movies? Um, it doesn't have to tie directly into the movies, but are they going to touch on that like, oh hey, we know that your dad's Magneto or whatever.
1: Maybe she won't even know. I mean, this is supposed to be they're going to school, so maybe they're going to make her younger than she is in the comics.
0: Also, um how green is she going to be? I was
1: wondering that too. And what
0: shade exactly?
1: Because they didn't make Viper green and in uh, Wolverine 2 or the Wolverine or whatever no, it was called.
0: She was green?
1: She wasn't green. She didn't have green hair.
0: Oh, yeah. She was blonde. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with, with Polaris, but, um, you know, then uh, it's called Gifted. As of right now, that that's probably... <laughs> I thought we knew that. Well, yeah. Well, not as of the last episode that we did. But like it's just... It's a working title. Uh, they may not actually go with Gifted. I don't really know how I feel about that anyway. It's okay. I don't know. Let's talk about Legion. Okay. Because as of the last recording, we had only seen the first three episodes. And as of today, uh, we watched... The finale of it. I really love I really loved this series. I thought this was fucking wonderful up until the end. I was upset when I found out that David invented the dog because I thought King and I was really reaching for this that King was a reference to Earthbound.
1: No, of course it wasn't, but I felt why I felt so stupid for not realizing that it was the Shadow King with the when we knew that the dog was fake for at least an episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, his name was King. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's the same. And uh, I don't know how many people out there on the internet caught that or thought of that, but obviously it all made sense once it was revealed. That I, I just I, I really liked like episodes five and six. Uh, were very much like, and even seven, they were very much like it was like horror movie. It was really like psychological. Uh, it was weird seeing David so confident for a little bit when the Shadow King was in control. Yeah, um, that
1: had me... I, w- I even said, I'm like, oh, he's not in control right now. You can
0: tell. But I thought... Like, he's being a
1: smug little dick.
0: I felt stupid because I was like, I really thought he was in control. Like, yeah. oh, he's gotten a hold of his... He's got his shit together. That's why he's so confident. I like how we got to see Butt. That made me happy. Um,
1: we saw a man Butt, too, though, I
0: think. N- yeah, well, you can look at the man Butt. I looked at the girl Butt. But remember what you said? It was equal opportunity, but... I don't know. It was it was really creepy. Uh, who knew... Not me. Who knew that Aubrey Plaza had this in her? Uh, not that I've seen everything she's been in, but I, I she did such an amazing job... Oh,
1: she was great. ...as an
0: actress in this show. I couldn't believe it. You know, I'd seen her in Parks and Recreation. Uh, we saw that uh, movie, the Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates or whatever. I'm sure I've seen her in other miscellaneous little things, but... She really did an amazing fucking job I in the show. Um, I thought she was wonderful. I thought that ant story about the brain fungus that like, grows up and out through their heads and kills them. That was just, all this shit was so fucking creepy. Oh, and I loved Oliver. Uh, he used that music, you know, over like the bullets traveling yeah, at them. Yeah, was cool. Uh, it was really cool. But my favorite part about like, uh, this was episode seven, was the chalkboard. Uh, when they've got, oh, like... Oh,
1: yeah, the animation.
0: David's talking to himself, you know, and up on the chalkboard with, uh, you know, his dad, who is obviously Professor X, and they, like, drew him as such, and they're fighting the Shadow King, and, like, at first, they're trying to punch each other, and they're like, all right, but they're psychic, so how would they really fight each other? And they just stop and they just stand there with, like, their hands on their heads or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, and then we watched episode eight today, and
1: disappointment
0: Uh, sort of it was stupid sort of i don't know um i don't know how i really feel about that i did not have too much time to process it but yeah i mean there's a little it was cool some of the action sequences were intense you know and i think it was interestingly done how the shadow king was like jumping from body to body you know in the the fights But, um, you know, then the Shadow King jumps into Oliver, and then Oliver immediately gets the fuck out of there, gets in the car, and drives away. And so, fine. So, obviously, that opens up for the Shadow King to be a future. Be a future. That opens it up for the Shadow King to be a villain in, like, future episodes, future seasons, if they go that route, fine. And it
1: has been renewed for a second season.
0: Has been renewed for a second season. Thank fucking God. Obviously, that's, like, a year away at least. But what was really fucking weird was the very end. This little camera thing, weird. This
1: was post-credit scene.
0: Yeah, just comes down and, like, scans David. And all of a sudden, he's inside Sucks the little thing. Sucks him into their ball. And and then flies away? Like, what?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, we were we were just like, we didn't turn off the TV after the credits. We did, weren't expecting there to be anything. I yeah. don't know if there was anything previously. We were just kind of cuddling and just bullshitting before we turned the TV off. And Jonathan's just like, what, what? And I'm like, oh, okay, there's more. Cool. So we have something more before next year when it comes back. And it was that. And I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? I, I, I don't know. And I'm trying to think, you know, I've been trying to think over the past couple of hours since we stopped watching it, like, but I haven't really been able to rack my brain. Uh, Who that, like, who could that be? Gold balls. What does that have to do with? Gold, gold balls? balls? Yeah, yeah, gold balls. Gold because, balls. Yeah, he's, he is... And that's how we're going to tie Legion into the comics and shit. It's going to be through gold balls. Good. Who the fuck? What, what is that? What could it be? I don't know. Is it going to be some space thing or something? Uh, I I don't know. It was weird, and we have to wait so long for an answer, and that's that's kind of what sucks about this. But it was a great fucking show. If you haven't watched it, go fucking watch it. It's a, even though we spoil shit, like, it's a fucking amazing. And then, yeah. Uh, before the last episode even premiered, they they announced second season. So I'm um, I'm really happy about that. And then we have this already on the internet. They're speculating that uh, Patrick Stewart is going to reprise uh, Charles Xavier for the show. But like, you know, he said that he, he would be open to doing it again. And then after he watched Logan with Hugh at the premiere, he was like, no, I'm not going to do it again. But like, so now he says he might do it again. Uh, there's a quote here. The, the discussion just now about Deadpool makes me think, well, maybe there is a proper justification for the revival of Charles Xavier. I don't think he belongs in the Deadpool movie in any more than, like, a cameo capacity. Like, I know after seeing Logan, it's okay for Professor X to curse and whatever, but I just, I don't think he would fit into a Deadpool movie. I think that he would fit in Legion... I, but I don't know because then he would have to be what, like a recurring character? What do you think about Patrick Stewart playing Charles in Legion?
1: I don't know. Well, I was thinking about this too, and I was explaining it to my coworker because he asked if I had watched Legion, and I was kind of explaining it to him from the comic book point of view because at that point we were like two weeks behind. So I said, you know, I haven't seen the new episodes yet, but like this is his power set in the comics, and Charles is his dad and, like, wouldn't be interesting if he was on the show. But I was wondering about this, too, like, if they're going to retcon that and, like, change that Professor X is his dad in the show or Mm. that they just don't know about it because he does know that he was an orphan and that his parents gave him to this family that raised him, like, in the middle of the night. So, I mean, it would be cool if Professor X... Like, helped train him or something. But I mean, I really don't see Patrick Stewart as wanting to do that anymore, especially since he said that. I mean, if he does a cameo, I feel like it wouldn't be enough. So it would be better just to not have him at
0: all. Yeah, no, same. You know what? I didn't even think that far ahead. I I agree with that because that's probably all we would get. It's not like, you know, Patrick Stewart would play professor x like on a whole bunch of episodes in one season and then come back in a bunch of episodes in the next season i don't really see that happening so you're probably right it would probably be a small role and then it'd be like you know what it's better we just left this out i don't know how they're gonna do it i don't know if patrick stewart we'll have to like look online or something i'll try to see if he's even watched this show which i kind of hope he has i know he's got like a new dog (laughs) and so he's busy
1: no it was a foster dog
0: oh right foster dog but uh, I, I don't know. I wonder what he, what he would think or say about that or what we're going to find out over the next year. Um, all right. So the last couple of things is uh, I read that uh, Lauren Shuler Donner, the franchise producer of the X-Men movies, says that we are not going to explore the Magneto-Xavier relationship in the movies anymore. Which Why? is fine. She says uh, there are other stories to tell.
1: Because they've done but, it. They've, they've done yeah, it. Yeah, but I want them to have sex.
0: Why is it always about sex with you? Well, I'm sorry. Why is it always about man-on-man sex with you?
1: I'm progressive. <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. You know, they explored the relationship in uh, the original trilogy. They're exploring it in the... Or they did explore it in the latest trilogy, so you know, they're going to move on to New Mutants, so I'm kind of okay with that, and then the last thing to have anything to say about is X-Men not being called Supernova, and that's fine, that's what the internet was calling it, and I thought it was a little fishy to just call it X-Men Supernova, usually when you do, like, what what I've seen anyway, not that I'm, like, in the business or anything, but when they've given working titles to certain films before it's to really throw people off from what it is like i remember when the dark knight rises it was filming somewhere in jersey i forget where but it went under a working title that did not include batman or the dark knight so you didn't get like a million people crowding around that city to watch it being filmed they do that like to try to throw people off a little bit So I just thought it was a little fishy. They called it X-Men Supernova. I'm like, why would they release that full title? And um, that was just a code name for it. And uh, they're just, you know, in the early stages of prep for the movie. But they added, like, the uh, name of the location where they're probably filming it in there. So I'm like, Supernova? Oh, Supernova Scotia. Supernova Scotia. Because filming in Canada, maybe. So, yeah. So what I read in this article was uh, Simon Kinberg, who's another guy behind the X-Men movies, was talking about Phoenix from her role in The Last Stand and said, the main mistake we made in that movie was taking the Dark Phoenix story, which is such a vast and profound saga, and making it the subplot of the movie as opposed to the main plot of the movie. So he kind of knows that he fucked up, or well, not just him, but that they fucked up on that. So maybe they are not actually going to go with the phoenix storyline for the next x-men movie which is fine they kind of just need to either do that completely right or just forget about it and they already kind of fucked it up once so just don't touch it guys just don't touch it right right right
1: can't touch this
0: (laughs) all right that'll do it for this month's episode of mutant musings remember if you like our show hate our show feel anything in between about our show or even if you're just numb because of the crushing pains of living your own life let us know by leaving a comment right here on geekade or geekade's facebook twitter and all the other social medias where you can find geekade we want to know what you all think about what we think or just what you think about the current state of the x-men in general and until next time it's globerin time was right